What's up, fam? I'm your host, Jack Settlement. And joining me today, as always, my co-host and longtime best friend. Today, we're in the stoop. That felt good. Yeah, I think we had a voice pop That there. felt good. It's been a minute. In a minute, I'm going to... Okay, enough. Yeah, okay. Uh, well, what's on your mind today, Abe? My ego. Mm. A little high right now. Okay. Um, let's start off. One... You changed, but we were both in, in corporate attire. We attended a conference today, um, not usually dressed like this. Two, before the pod, we came and we got Starbucks, mm -hmm. and the cashier told us we both look handsome, clean. No, we were like vibrant. Vibrant, clean. Never Still been told clean. that in my life. So there's an ego boost. Um, and then the ring chase is on. I know the ring chase died a little while ago for you. I was like, we're just talking about the dating life. Who who already is on the ring chase? Um, the ring chase is on in a multitude of ways, Jack. In a mere four hours, 10 p.m. Eastern time, I'm going for it. I'm going for my first ring. My work team, Simple Bet Hoops. We've got a championship game at 10 o'clock. And... Uh, this is where your legacy is made. Nobody cares what this team has done. My, my work team for pickup basketball um, in from beginning of the season till now. What's in front of us is an opportunity to be remembered forever in New York City sports leagues. And in, I know what I tweeted that I was going to the Barclays Center because that's what I was promised that I was going to the Barclays Center. Cuck of the week. We're not doing it today. Cuck of the week goes out to the New York City Sports Basketball League. Tells us we're going to Barclays. Now I have to go to the Upper East Side at 10 p.m. at night. Uh, miserable. But I'm going for my first ring tonight. And uh, I'm nervous. You're kind of like Ben Simmons, not showing up at Barclays in the big moments. Yeah. I actually, when we, um, I don't think I told anybody this. When we clinched the championship and we anticipated going to Barclays, I, I tweeted him. Or not tweeted. I DM'd him uh, and said, how does it feel that I'm going to hit a three-pointer on your home court before you do? <laughs> He didn't answer. He didn't uh, answer. No, he, he's in the he's in the gym grinding um, League of Legends. Probably. Oh, facts. Um, so the ring chase is on oh, tonight. That's gonna be my cap of the week. All right, we'll get there. I thought you were talking about the Sixers ring chase, but job. Well, I, I was getting there. Oh, okay. but job not finished. Job not finished. Job right. not finished. We're recording this on Wednesday evening before Game Five of the Knicks. They're down three-one. Abe and I, with the intern, headed to Philly tomorrow. The Philly stopper will be in the building. You know, serious measures. You are such <laughs> serious. It's not even like I have any effect on the game. It's just a bit ironic that the last four times I've been in in a Philly game, uh, they have lost in in somewhat wild fashion. Yeah. So, Jack texted me when was it when did we make the plan last week i casey and i have made the plan for weeks we said if this series goes if we think it's ending in five we got to go to boston we were praying for two two so easier trip to philly philly came i wanted to go whether it was three to them whether it was three to you guys but we said you put me in a real big pickle here do i want to go see my favorite team ever that i've been following since i was a child go play in the biggest game they've played in two decades no shit but in the back of my head, I know why you're doing this. You're not doing it for the YouTube video. You're not. It just so happens to be tacked on that you'll, you'll make a little cost per click or something off this video. You're using me to make sure the Sixers lose this game. Why? You don't have that effect. I could have gone by myself. No, you're not exactly. But you're using me for the content. Oh, no. Because what if they win? You're going to 
throw out the tape. <laughs> <laughs> no, the content of Philly fans crying over winning the second round will, will be good enough. Um, but we have an opportunity ahead of us, not just my work team, but the Sixers tomorrow. Um, I'm confident. I'm very confident. Uh, me being as ignorant as I am, not even that ignorant can hide how fucking scared I am, too. I'm, I'm nervous as heck. I was nervous as heck last night. Um, but I think throughout this entire series, I've been pretty spot on with it. No. No. You've been start like, with point like number basically one. above average. Let's start You've well, been like basically I'm hitting, above Well, average. with my game picks, I'm hitting it 60%, yeah, which is, would be the best average, handicapper in the country. But that's above average. Um, start with my take number one. I said somehow, someway, Doc Rivers was going to be the better coach in this series. Mm-hmm. Boston fans have been preaching it about Joe Missoula. Joe Missoula has been horrible this series. Um, and I just said the entire time that we are the better team. But that I don't agree with. Why? I don't find you guys to be the better team each and every game. In game five, you were you were absolutely the better team. But I, I do think they're the better team. Uh, should we remind the listeners that this is the same exact spot that Boston was in last season before ending up in the NBA Finals? They've got the experience for it. They, they've got the home court in game seven. But the Sixers have the vibes. And this playoffs has been off vibes. I and told you this team was different and you said that was cap. Well, you it's not made- different yet. It's not different yet. I get that it's shades of different. Last it's, night. It's like your girlfriend did, you know, it's that toxic girlfriend. You know what? She didn't cheat on you last night at the club, but she, she got someone's number. Like it, she's acting a little different, a little more in control. But if, but if she goes out again tomorrow night and cheats and then the night after cheats again, it's the same. It ain't that different. But maybe she's loyal this time. Maybe, maybe she's, she's loyal girl. this time. This whole this entire season, I said from the start, the Sixers have shown me something that they've never shown me before, and that's being resilient. But it's not over. That's my point. It's not over. You're right. You're right. And I'm doing everything in my power not to think ahead. I, I really am. There's been times where I'm messaging in a group and I reference playing the Heat in the next round or playing the Knicks in the next round. I was like, stop. You've never referenced playing the Knicks. No, I've never <laughs> referenced playing the Knicks. Um, but I just have to stop myself because even last night, the Sixers dominated the Celtics for four straight quarters. Celtics make a little run here and there. At no fucking point during that game was I comfortable yeah, until there were that's, three that's minutes left. Basketball. But it's Sixers basketball is what it is. And it's like I was in the building for game four. And like you could hear a pin drop in that place when we're up 16 in the fourth, the Celtics make their comeback and you don't know what's going to happen because this team time and time again does that, but they finished both the games in which they were about to do that. And it's like, I've never seen this from a team and I want it so bad. I want to beat Boston so bad. I know what you're doing with if the Sixers win, what tomorrow, am I doing? I know what you're going I, to do. I don't even have an agenda. I, yes, you do. I know what you're going to do. If what? the Sixers what? win tomorrow, what? you're going to use the celebrations and everything. Like it's only the second round. You guys realize you're halfway through the playoffs, like that type of stuff. Whatever. It's the second no, round. This is I don't a huge care. For you. It's not will even I, about the I remind sec- you and Eagleson will too that you aren't there yet. We're not there yet. But We're not I'm there a huge yet. fan of celebrate your your wins and your battles. It's a step to success. You know, there's a certain types of steps to success in life. There's beating Boston in the second round when nobody's expecting you to. There's losing as the as the one seed in five games. There's certain steps to success Wait, in you sport. You lost Atlanta in five. No, I'm referring to Giannis's dumbass quote. Uh, losing to the to the uh, eight seed the when eight. you're the one seed in five gotcha. games. 
And this is just another step, but I hate, hate, hate Boston, the Celtics, Boston fans more than the Cowboys. I really, really do. Maybe it's a geographical thing. Maybe I don't interact enough with Cowboy fans as much as I do Boston and the Celtics have just, for lack of a better word, been our daddy for a few years. And I said it before the series, this isn't, this isn't your, your old little brother anymore. Like we went through puberty. I, I hope, I think, I think we've went through puberty. I still have to check down below. It's um, your mic cord. I mean, your headphone cord. Oh, it's doing it again. Let's do this athletic <laughs> move that I usually do. Whatever. Yeah, I, I, I get it. I get it. You're excited. It's not jobs, not finished, but, jobs not but finished. jobs looking good. It's looking like we're going to close. So we will see. But in 24 hours or 29 hours more, it's either going to be there or you're going to be in hell. And then you got 72 hours. Dude, and of course, the one off day they give us. Everyone's 72. Right. And then Mother's Day, where we've historically been trash. Um, just yeah. get it done tomorrow. Just get it done tomorrow. Be. I said it f- before yesterday. I wouldn't be surprised if we won in Boston and then lost in Philadelphia. I, I changed my mind now because we actually did win. I was just saying that shit. Um, but just get it done, man. Get it done. And then we'll see what happens in, in tonight in the garden. Yeah, headed to the garden after this. Uh, that is a good transition into cap of the week. My cap of the week, I remember, was uh, I think there was a report that the Australian men's head coach uh, said that he expects or thinks Ben could play with them in the in the World Cup or something. He's not going to make the team. <laughs> Whether or not he makes the team. He ain't playing. He doesn't, he doesn't want to play basketball. in the NBA for $36 million. You think he's going to play <laughs> down under for free? He's not playing. But my cap of the week goes out to New York Knicks fans. Why? Because Knicks fans claim to be the most loyal, the most diehard, the best fans in the entire in the entire world. And they're great fans. They're great fans. But I just can't stick with this quitting on the team. I understand the players quit in game four. They got their asses handed to them. The effort was not there. Their star player after the game is being like, I don't know. Maybe we just don't want it as much of them. It's not, it's not admirable stuff, but then you're, you're just like, you've given up after what every other Knicks fan. Now I've only been a Knicks fan for five years. Every other Knicks fan is the best season since going to the finals in 99 is the best season since 2013 with Carmelo. So this is the best season in a decade. And because one game, you're out, you quit on everything, you don't believe. I there, There's two lanes. One, you can be frustrated, upset, mad, angry, all that stuff. But but I, I can't find anyone on Nick's Twitter who's in, like, this is where I appreciate Philly. Fucking resent the team, hate the team, all this. But if you're down 3-1, there's a path. There's I a way. Was, I was going to comment on that and kind of disagree with you maybe it's because how game five went down had the sixers lost and gone down 3-1 on sunday there would have been trade joel blow it up yeah and and to be honest yeah i would have been fine but the difference is the difference is between the sixers and the knicks now i'm not trying this isn't a dig but i feel as if the knicks are playing with house money They've just arrived to this relevancy of sorts. It's like 
when the Sixers went on a 17 game win streak five years ago to end the season and they beat Miami in the first round, it was a good story. It's a successful season for the Knicks. Whereas the Sixers, it's like they've been doing it over and over and over again for five years in the same spot. It's like, at one point, do you literally throw in the towel? So I agree with you. No, but my point is, I agree. You can talk about all those things, but you're telling me we would be sitting here right now and or on Sunday, Sunday night, and you would have been like, it's over. It's o- like it's done. I, I think so. I, I really, really? do. I think if the way it went. <laughs> Since when? If we had I lost on Sunday you and gone down 3-1 no, after blowing a 16-point lead when you did the same thing against Atlanta and when it would have been Doc Rivers' fault, at that, I'm telling you, Jack, like at that you point. You wrote in the group, if we go down 3-1, all I'm going to be saying is don't let us Before they had home. a 16-point right, lead in okay. the fourth quarter. We didn't hold a 16-point lead. And that was what I was going to say as well. It's like the whole thing that the Knicks quit in game four. four. I say this the entire time. Said it after game two of the Sixers. You lose by 50, you lose at the buzzer. You lose a game in the playoff series. It was bad, though. They got out-rebounded. They showed no effort. There's threat. There's 14 tweets. The good news is that nothing that happened in game four has any correlation to game five. (laughs) TV day. TV day. We'll see. We will see. I was going to say, this is not a great cap of the week, considering this episode is going to come out tomorrow after game five tonight. And if the effort goes out the window and the Knicks botch, yeah, your cap of the week is the cap of the week. No, but I, my point is, I don't think that Knicks fans Our can ride be, or die. Yeah, they can't be. I get that they're passionate, but how are you going to not stick by your team for the first time all year? They need you more than you've needed them. The players have delivered time and time again. So they go, they, they have a lack of effort one time. They've played a hundred games. Everyone is banged up. I'm not saying it's okay. All I'm saying is you're just turning on the team that quickly. Yeah, yeah. Give me something to to work with here. What's going on with Knicks fans? Is it let me let me just go down a, a rabbit hole and you tell me yes or no. Yeah. Fire Tibbs. Yeah. Trade Julius. Yeah. Trade RJ. Mitchell Robinson. Trade anyone not named Jalen Brunson. Pretty much. What else is there out there? That's like the bulk of it. They, but they just think the series is over. They think the series is dead. It is. It's not dead. It's dead it's, because... It's not dead. I, look, and once again, two lanes here. It's not over. Are we going to win? Am I confident we're going to win in seven? Of course not. We we can't shoot, right? So there's doubts. Are we banged up? Sure. Are we outcoached? Sure. But why why haven't you looked forward next round? Because you don't have my much. My heart has to, been broken. No, over that, and that, over and over. But because you almost again. don't have to worry for now. Like you want the Heat. They're the the eight seed. Yes, they overperform the eight seed. They beat the one seed. They beat the Knicks. I get it. I'm telling I'm, you. I, if I were to advance to the next round, Jack, I'm sorry. Oh no, you want the Knicks. I get it. But I'm saying yeah. you don't have to be too worried about this Miami team. They're not that good. Like the if Knicks, Giannis was the on the other side. Exactly. The Knicks have run out of gas. I totally get that. But. Can you refuel the gas tank? Can you dig deep? And that's maybe the hurdle that that Knicks fans can't mentally get to is it isn't just one game where you got to pull everything together. It's three of them. And if you think about it like that, yeah, it seems like a lot. But just go win a game where you're favored tonight. The good news is you win tonight, you get to say, don't let it come back to the Garden. Because if it comes back. Game six for Miami is their game seven potential. Right. I'm not going to say no, that. No, it's not. I And I feel that way about if Philly loses game six. I, I genuinely 
don't think that the crowd plays too much into it. But if there's a crowd that, let's say, the Knicks had to dig so deep in five and six that they're just like pretty much it. If there's one arena that could maybe bring them out of the depths, it's probably Madison Square Garden. So will it get there? I don't know. It, it does. I think Knicks fans have a little PTSD because it feels very Atlanta-ish where it's like, like we can talk ourselves into the comeback, but realistically we've gotten outplayed, out-hustled. Julius can't get it going. I think this team's different. Different than what? Then you don't have enough data. You have, I, you have, no, we have a whole season's worth of data that every time they've been counted out, They've come back and Who done it. Who cares about counting someone out in November, though? They were counted out last round. They were. They were. Everyone picked the, picked the Cavs in five. They were overmatched, and they beat them down. It's just, I get the frustration because New Yorkers think they're this tough, hard-nosed hustle. They think it's they're the best thing since sliced bread. And, and then you're just getting your ass whooped, and it's demoralizing. But change the narrative. Make a couple shots. I don't know. I said it. I said it after game two. It's very hard to win basketball games when you don't make basketball yeah, shots. But the Knicks don't make shots. They're shooting 28% from deep in the playoffs. So it is LeBron. <laughs> That's true. So is LeBron. And they're up 3-1. Uh, Warriors, Lakers, that game five is also tonight. Warriors are seven and a half point favorites. So books lean that they're going to send this to six games. I guess the question is, all right, Boston is down 3-2. The Suns are down 3-2. Knicks down 3-1. The Warriors are down 3-1. Rank the likelihood of those teams advancing to the next round. The people that are trailing. Yes. Okay, I think at the top, you're going to take Phoenix over Denver. I don't trust Denver. I don't. I'm sorry. Kevin Durant effect. That's by Devin Booker. No, it's okay. really not. It's okay. really not. Devin Booker. Um, the home teams won every game this series. So they're going back to Phoenix for game six, and then we'll see game seven. So I'm going to put Phoenix number one. Um, number two. I'm not letting you let them bounce past. That's two. Number three, <laughs> I'm going to go with the Warriors. There's something about the storyline of LeBron coming back against 3-1 against Steph. Like, that's not the storyline. The no, storyline is the the court, oh, the corgi as well. <laughs> the the storyline is that like sports, like everyone thinks sports are rigged, right? Yeah, so yeah. if Steph comes back on three one against LeBron, it's yeah. like, come on, like yeah. this is the movie shit, yeah. it's documentary shit. Yeah. Um, so I'll go to the Warriors and then. Sorry, brother. See, my argument is I I actually think Denver is the most likely. Fuck to that! Advance. Wait, wait, wait! Fuck that! I'm not putting Boston two. I'm putting the Warriors. Oh wait, never mind. It's three two, yeah, three one. Yeah. Fuck. Um, Denver, I think, I think, uh, the Suns are completely dead. You don't, but, but do you think it could go seven? Yeah, it could. Then, anything yeah, happens. No, anything could happen. But I, I actually think Denver, I'm pretty confident. And I've been like, think about, so, so that's just, what my rankings are, right? My rankings are in a game it's seven, tough to rank in the, a game seven, anything can happen. So right. in what likelihood is there to get to a game seven? Yeah. I think Phoenix and Denver is going to seven. Yeah. I you think, don't think I think the Lake, I think the Lakers Warriors has a far chance, yeah. but it could happen. All I want to do is make the argument that of why I think the Knicks have a better chance is than who than the Warriors of coming back from three one. I understand that the have Warriors the Knicks won four championships in no, eight years. No, they oh, haven't, okay, which is why they get the respect like that. But my general belief is, and and this will turn into a whole. Does Steph have enough help? The way his team is playing currently. 
they're I think they're worse than the Lakers. Like I just think the Lakers are the better team at this stage. So to win three teams is the worst team. I continually believe that the Knicks are the better team than the Heat, even though they're not playing as well, not making shots, injuries have taken a toll, but I can't get over the fact that the Heat are the eighth seed. Now the Lakers are the seventh seed, but that Lakers team The is, Warriors are the six. Yeah. The Knicks are the five. I it's all close. I think the odds have it right. Boston has the best chance because if they win, they'll hold home court. Wait a second. What are the Phoenix Denver odds? Some money to be made here. Like minus four sixty. Actually? Yeah. Uh, Phoenix is like plus three fifty. We're gonna make some so. money. I, I you can keep betting it, but they needed like eighty points a game from those two to barely win. You know who I am. Yeah, Devin Booker. I'm Kevin Durant. No, Devin Booker. I think this this series definitely is going to go seven, and then I'll take Denver. I'll take uh, Devin Booker and Kevin Durant I over. I mean, let's just call a spade a spade. Fifty three for Jokic and a loss the other night. Fantastic for my brand. Fantastic. How is that fantastic? That should prove how valuable he is. What they lost. Yeah. And if he had scored 33, what would have happened? He probably would have had 19 more assists on threes instead of taking that little fat floater that he takes. And you know threes are worth more than twos. Yeah. After Joel hit two last night, you're a big uh, (laughs) big threes guy. All right. Let's go to our internet graphic of the week here. Uh, It is from NBA Retweet. It was also just just spreading all over over the internet. Favorite player of all time, player I dislike, player that grew on me, most overrated player, most underrated player, and your goat. Abe, I'm going to take it away. <sighs> Favorite player of all time is really tough because I guess I have to go Allen Iverson because he's the reason I fell in love with basketball and fell in love with the Sixers. Mm-hmm. Player I dislike, I'm going to change that a little bit to player I despise, and yeah. that goes out to Draymond Green. Player that grew on me. Unfortunately, Steph Curry. Mm. I used to be a big Steph hater as part of my LeBron. As part of my LeBron standing, um, growing up, and the Warriors just owning the Cavs, except for one year. Um, but then you just like watch Steph, and you're just like, "What the fuck, dude?" So mm. I'm gonna go Steph because I think I had equal amount of hatred for Steph and Draymond at the time, and I just reallocated. I just diver- diversified a little bit and just allocated all of it to Draymond. <laughs> Most overrated player. Um, can we use two for one? I'm gonna go Draymond Green. Most underrated player. That's a good question, Jack. Hmm. Most underrated player in the NBA. I see, I would say Tobias, but I don't want to make this all a homer. Um, most underrated player. Let's go Mikhail Bridges. Okay. Mikhail Bridges. And is there one Do you more? Think, yeah, who's your goat? Um, Tobias Harris, <laughs> LeBron James. All right, my favorite player of all time is Chris Paul. Player I dislike, honestly, might be the answer is despise. It's it's tough. It's tough. Like Chris, I loved him growing up. He's gone in in a direction similar to LeBron, where it's like the vibes around him are yeah, not. Yeah, he's great. like foul hunting and being a little dirty yeah, little bitch. Yeah. Ooh, Marcus Smart's a good one. I hate him too. Player I dislike is Trey Young, and it's actually not for the playoff series. Because he's ugly? Yeah. It's the combination of I'm starting to get really annoyed by the foul baiting in the NBA, and he is like the leader. Like, they literally changed rules to prevent him. On top of that, I think he's uh, he's a nothing burger in terms of, like, productivity. Like, 
a guy who averages 25 and 12 and feels like it's the most useless 25 it's and like, 12. It's like and it, on top of that, I think he's rode a very luck-driven playoff run where they beat an awful Knicks team. The Sixers absolutely collapsed and his his role players played out of their minds. And then the only reason they won a couple games in the conference finals is because I think Giannis got hurt or, or someone was hurt, maybe. Um, so I I just dislike him because I don't think he should be considered in that star power. And he's starting a podcast and like. I don't, yes. Yeah, I don't know if Trey Young, if I want to listen to the Trey Young show. Trey Young, I think you perfectly said it. To me, he's like a uh, soda pop, not a diet soda pop, right? Delicious. You probably want it every mm. now and again, but you're going to be just as hungry as you were prior to eating it, and it's bad it's nutritional a value. A soda? soda, soda pop. Interesting. Got to appear to the Midwest. What I'm saying is Trey Young is an empty calorie yeah, player. Yeah. He can go get 35, but is it really going to swing the difference in it's a game? It's on 10 of 25. In, in, in a series, so. He, he's honestly like the social media player, like the deep logo threes, but they don't show the other seven that he missed. So right. it's great. It's like uh, the John Morant dunks. <laughs> player that grew on me. Now this is going to feel really weird for the listeners. Jimmy Butler. I have enjoyed trolling Jimmy Butler over the years. For what? for the the fake tough guy thing and like the big face coffee and the and the post game workouts and all this you know he's just a playoff player at this point though the data is there the guy just fucking shows up in the playoffs he's so hot um like who shows up to msg in an aloe cutoff with a with a hat and just looks so good doing so i just i give him credit for backing it up and so yeah, there's 82 game players and there's 16 game players. In but game who players. are the 16 game players? Like outside of Jimmy Butler, genuinely, who is a 16 game player? This postseason, James Harden. Um, but he's not a 16 game. Devin player. Booker. He's not a 16 game. Player. Why? Because he, there's no, there's not a level. He's just on a run for the ages. But he was I'm unbelievable like, in their other championships. But I'm run. talking like, like, like last shot elevates everything. Like Devin Booker hasn't gone to places he shouldn't have gone. Jimmy Butler's Heat have like that bubble performance was insane. This is insane what he's been doing. I don't know who the other 16 game players are. Maybe he shouldn't take as much of a, a break in the regular season. Not but, biased. Yeah. It's PJ Tucker. Yeah. It's he's, PJ yeah, Tucker. He's a six somehow on a, can on be a, a six, much different scale. Right. Listen, you have to be a sick fuck. <laughs> If you play in the NBA, I'm talking about game four against the against the uh, Celtics. Down five, two minutes left. P.J. Tucker gets an offensive rebound, finishes and one. His first instinct isn't to celebrate, isn't to get pumped. It's to get in the ear of the MVP and say, you're a bitch. Figure it out. And that is just something the Sixers have never had. But P.J. Tucker, the entire year, I was I saw a tweet about it. It's like, the P.J. Tucker wait till the playoff takes and everyone, Heat fans and Bucks and everyone who's had P.J. Tucker were fucking nauseating. I couldn't stand November on a Wednesday watching this guy do nothing, <laughs> score zero points, take zero shots. And I was so sick of the wait for P.J. Tucker. Boy, did I eat my words because he is genuinely a difference maker on this team. Anyone that you can have that can bully the rest of your team into being successful, 
is an asset. So PJ Tucker is a 16 game player. I want to say that's another reason why I like Jimmy so much. Cause I throw in like, I know he shot over a hundred yesterday, but like Al Horford and Josh Hart. And like, there are these vets that elevate their game and make the small plays. Josh, calling Josh Hart a vet is a stretch. He's, he's, he's a vet, at least for this Knicks team is a vet. But <laughs> my point being, it's rare that a player, a star, a player goes from, you know, what people say, oh, he's the 30th best player, 20th best player. And then you can literally say, no, he's a top three player in the postseason. Yeah. yeah. And it's now going on for, for almost four years running. So a uh, player that grew on me, Jimmy Butler, most overrated player. And this is a hot take, Kevin Durant. I don't I don't got love for KD. I I I think this is yet another example. I get that the depth isn't there, but then there's people who rate him as saying, I'm Kevin Durant. Well, the only time you've been able to sit there and say, you know who I am, I'm Kevin Durant. It was when you played with a dynasty. Exactly. You have one of the greatest teams of all time, maybe the greatest. And this when when you're overrating a player, does that mean Kevin Durant sucks? No. Like, he, he's insanely good. But he has never gotten the job done by himself. And whether it's unlucky breaks, whether it's toe on the line, whether it's Kyrie Irving drama, whether it's the Suns don't have depth, you know what? Let's be honest. Let's sit back and at the end of the day say, he's a loser. Whoa. He's a loser. Whoa. He's got two finals MVPs. I think I could get two finals MVPs on that team because they weren't giving him a step. They give him to everyone else on the team. All no. you have to do is hit a dagger three over LeBron. He's <laughs> a traffic cone. He's Kevin Durant is he's fantastic. He's one of the best scorers ever. But I don't he doesn't have that fear. And and when we start talking all-time greats, Kevin Durant, he's gonna be up there. And I think. Let's go to some other guys first. That's just my opinion. Most underrated player, I also couldn't really think of anything. I went through like a list. It's it's problematic because like six months ago, it was probably De'Aaron Fox. I was going to say, ever, you're good at, if you want to pick anybody on the Kings from this year, you're cool with that. Yeah, it's like you're going to pick De'Aaron Fox. Well, then everyone knows about De'Aaron Fox at this point. So then do hot take it and be like, I think Steph Curry's underrated and, and maybe – when people talk legacy, you know, they start saying, oh, is Steph one of the best point guards of all time? And it's like, I don't know, maybe he drove one of the greatest dynasties and changed the entire NBA. So he's underrated to a degree. Is Giannis underrated because he should be the most valuable player they lost in the playoffs? Is Jokic underrated? Is Embiid underrated? Like, I don't know. Are the greats underrated? Are they not appreciated? If you listen to Daryl Morey on a podcast, he'd tell you that they are underrated and that D'Anthony Mountain, PJ Tucker, Jada McDaniels, and Daniel House the addition of those four players Keep going. I'm are, close. are worth eight wins and Joel Embiid is worth 22 wins to the team. So maybe the stars are underrated to a degree. Yeah, but I mean, that's the world that we live in with everyone having an opinion and having a microphone in front of their face, <laughs> um, as you could say what you want and clip it up and put some nice captions on it. And it looks legit. Yeah. And my, my goat is Michael Jordan. I guess I had to come a weird moment because we don't really do the whole MJ LeBron debate anymore. I mean, you, you, yeah, it, we're tired of it. There's not a ton of new data. I'm actually curious if he wins this one, what does that do? I know you say like you shut it down after the comeback, but what does that do for legacy talk just briefly? And then we can actually talk. I think anybody who continues to just use six and O as their argument, if LeBron gets to five and plays in his 11th championship, yeah, He's played in more championships than he hasn't, right? right? 
Um, I think you're just a child, immature and unwilling to accept change. Yeah. So what's funny is someone actually said to me, isn't it crazy that MJ went to six championships and won them all? And when we say six and oh, we think six and we rarely think about the O. Like when Larry Bird owned him in the rounds in the, before right, that? Right, right. No, that's what, that's what the, the common LeBron stand like kind of you, you counter is. Going no, no. to the finals and losing is a stain on your legacy. Right. Bullshit. No, that is how I think it's been framed, right? Is LeBron is four and whatever. Okay. But I actually think there, there should be some added appreciation for the fact that when he got there, he did win all six. Yeah. Like, I, I actually I'm not saying he's not a top no, fucking no. 50 player. <laughs> you have said that. Washing machine. <laughs> um, I, I actually just think there's, there is some wild factor. Like Brady, he's got seven rings, but he has lost the big one. When Jordan got there, he never lost it. It's kind of crazy. Not already Robert Ory. I think he lost championships. He's like seven and one. Yeah, he's just yeah. I I don't think we should discount losing in the championship. But I also think there is something to be said that like he got whenever he got there. But why didn't he go more? Whenever he got why didn't he go more? There's a whole multitude of reasons. Gambling addiction. Yeah. Interesting. That's why I don't go to the finals. <laughs> responsible gaming people. All right, here we go. You didn't you skipped over my cap of the week. Yeah. I'm going to just skip over it. I'm going to skip over We're sellouts. We're sellouts. I just... Uh, all right. Go ahead. Go in a rant. I just think it's bullshit. It's not a rant. No, it, it is. It was a story yeah. that came out in the NFL. Uh, this punter. I think his nickname was Legatron coming out of college. Yeah, yeah. Matt Areza. I don't want to botch that name. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. um, very, very sad situation after the draft. He was drafted by the Bills, I want to say. Yeah. Um, and some very gross, ugly charges came down on him involving a girl back in college. Um, and it since came out that the Bills released him right away. It since came out that he was not present during any of these crimes, that alleged crimes that were taking place, and that this woman was having consensual sex with multiple men on that night and just happened to use him as, a, uh, as her out and accuse him of a disgusting crime. He wasn't there. And it cost this fucking guy millions of dollars who knows what his reputation is, if he'll ever get a job in the NFL, he should. But my point is, this girl deserves to be locked up yeah. for lying on his name and essentially ruining this guy's life, Matt Areza. So I was I was PC with that. Yeah, yeah completely. I, I just want to say this. I just really, really hope he gets a fair chance in the NFL and that this isn't a stain on his person because that's bullshit. Okay. I, we don't, we only know what is reported. Neither of us were in the courtroom, read the facts, right? It's, it's just what's reported. How do you think his team, right? If he wasn't there, right? How do you think it got to that point? Seems like, seems like something where. Sure. There like, might've been some details that are left out. No, but, no, but think about it, right? If if, it, if it's as simple as now, right, the media is completely flipped and now saying he wasn't even there. And that's the headline. That's so, what the cops said. That's what I'm saying. But that's what we're running with, right? So if he knew he wasn't there. You're saying she just pulled this out of her ass? Like, is there anything else to it? No, no, no. I'm saying simple tweet. 
hey, I literally was not there. Yeah, but that, like that's, there's so many lawyers that are like, don't speak on an ongoing investigation. But, but this is what I'm like saying. That. This is what I'm saying. If the truth is the truth, then you should have no problem speaking on it. And if he wasn't even there, right? If if it was a, okay, a he said, she said, maybe uh, she was drunk and he thought and they're in the morning type thing. But if you're telling me he wasn't even in the location. I don't want to speak on that necessarily because my belief is that he was present that night. Right. However, he was not present when she alleged a crime took place that at that point in the night he had left the house i don't know if that's true yeah. that is my understanding but my point is if this guy is acquitted of all charges and he had this tremendous dream opportunity in front of him that he's worked for his whole life and this girl lies on his name that's fucking bullshit and the fact that she doesn't I have, agree with that have any repercussions she isn't locked up this that is bullshit. You can't just lie on someone's name, intentionally try and ruin their life, which I don't know if she intentionally tried to do it. I don't know the background. My point is she lied. She got caught. His dream was ruined for the time being. His reputation was definitely ruined. Yeah, I mean, he was getting dragged all across the internet and she just walks away from it. I think that's bullshit. I agree. I, I'm completely agreeing with that. I just find it hard to believe that he had the way it's now being framed is like, he's not associated at all. He's completely clean. Nothing happened. Then you would have just said that. So there's got to be something else of course. going on. So however you guys feel about the situation. See, that was good productive combo. You don't just need to shut me down when I'm about to skate on a line. Yeah. You know? Yeah. All right. We are ranking the best regional food so for clarity jack and i were at a conference today for work and eagleson made the document for the show sent it along and he did a good job wrote all we wanted topics we want to talk about and he made the rank topic and he wrote best regional foods i.e mexican italian apparently the word cuisine doesn't exist in uh in canada and they call I, it regional food necessarily disagree with him like oh, he's right. That's just not. Yeah, there's a word for that. Yeah, it's like best cuisines in the world, right? No shit. You've never heard of regional foods being paired together in a <laughs> sentence before. That's my point. Okay, start us off. All right, uh, ranking. I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'll go Mexican at three. Had some good Mexican food last night. Mexican gets the job done. I don't think of Mexican in like ever going to a super nice restaurant. So for that reason, I'm going to just knock it down a peg. Now, if you're just looking for tacos or a burrito or a quesadilla or chips and guac, it's an appetizer, it's an entree. I mean, churros are fantastic. So it's a great cuisine. But for that reason, I'm going to just stick it at three. My number three, Mediterranean and Greek. For whatever reason, you get the hummus, you get the lamb, you get the big plates, the pita. I freaking love it. I love tapas, the small plates of everything. I love Mediterranean and Greek, even the fast casual places like Kava, mm. Naya, mm. all that type of jazz. Love. Just a big hummus fan. Who's your number, number two? Number two, totally disagree with your take about Mexican. Oh, I know more. I'm going to get, and you got breakfast tacos too. I'm going to get crushed on that. No, too. no, not that. I'm not, I don't consider breakfast tacos Mexican, by the way. I don't. What do you consider them? Breakfast. They can still have cuisines. Like a croissant is a French breakfast item. Bullshit. <laughs> uh, my number two is Mexican. 
I totally disagree with just getting the job done. I think they're a primetime player. I fucking love Mexican tacos, nachos, guac, burritos, fajitas, everything, margaritas, bottomless chips where you're just eating tortilla wraps, but you think because they're just chips that they're not, but they really are. I love Mexican. So when you go to like a hotel and and you get breakfast and they have it like the American breakfast and it's two eggs, bacon and potatoes, like what would a breakfast taco cuisine be? Breakfast. <laughs> okay. If it was regional foods, I would have to associate it with a region, but got I don't. This it, right. is cuisines. Okay. Uh, you my- can't actually look me in the eye as a man and tell me that you consider a breakfast taco Mexican. Yeah. Breakfast burrito. Yeah. That's Mexican food. What are you talking about? But my point is... What are you talking about? How many restaurants... How many Mexican restaurants serve breakfast? Probably none. What? Brunch, maybe. I don't think that's true. My number two is Mexican. My number two is Greek and Mediterranean. I love Greek and Mediterranean. I mean, your one is, is certifiably insane. But my number two being Greek and Mediterranean. And I've also been on a fix... It gets the job done. I love feta. Uh, you got fish and meat, so you can kind of play both sides there. You've got Greek salad, which is amazing. I loved my time in Greece. We ate the best food in the world. So. Weird flex. Um, well, you know, when you've been to the re- these regions, you know. I've been to Mexico. Yeah. And how's the food? Fire. <laughs> uh, my number one is Italian. Italian food. Just There's... If you had to go with any cuisine for the rest of your life, like I could do pizza, pasta, chicken parm, even steak at an Italian steakhouse. You added, Whoa, you're not going to do that. Nope. That is 100% you are not taking a, in steak. the Italian cuisine. You're out of your fucking skull. You're one of Wait, the whoa, silliest whoa, whoa, whoa. people I You are telling me steak yes. is an Italian food. An Italian food. steakhouse. You've never heard of that? Jack. You've never no. heard of that? Answer me this. You've never heard of Shut you've up. never heard of veal? You've never heard of chicken parm? 100%. You've never heard of steak 100%. At a sta- at a- you can order it there. Sure. You are trying to tell me. Look me in the eye and tell me. No, Swear. no, no. Put Swear. Your phone no, down. I'm looking Put up your the phone best down. Italian. I got two of them. <laughs> <laughs> Look me in the eye right now yeah. and tell me steak is an Italian dish. Quality Italian. Have you ever been there in New York? Tell me. Have you ever heard of Il Molino? After Hours? What's After Hours? You're not a Drake fan, man. After Hours at Il Molino. And that's an Italian steakhouse. Fine, Jack. That's fine. You cannot sit here as a man and tell me if someone said, what cuisine is steak? That's the question. If you say Italian, you should be locked no, up. No, but it's in the... That's my point. It's, that it's is within my point. the cuisine. You can take pizza, pasta, this. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, you're an idiot. Quiz- foods that are designated to a cuisine are something that you you go to that country and you, you're going to eat the entire time. Pizza, pasta, all this shit. You're not going to Italy and you have to get a steak. Yeah. Oh, shut the fuck up. If you eat at the right Italian restaurant, you want to get a good piece of meat. You want to know the last time I had a steak in Italy? How many times have you been to Italy? <laughs> a lot of times. It was D-Day. Decision Day. When I was sitting there, and we recorded a podcast that, that morning in 6 a.m. my time, uh, DeAndre Jordan, they swept the board. 
DeAndre Jordan, Kyrie Irving, and Kevin Durant. I had steak in Italy, and it was fantastic. Fine. Because you can do you can do mozzarella for app. You can do pasta for a little. I'm dish. not disagreeing with they you. Have, that Italian you know, is great. You know you want to know why it's you know why it counts? Because Italians are fucking geniuses. They have what do, what do they have? They have appetizers. Then they use their words. They have primi and secondi. Secondi is the second is the entree is the entree. But they even add a dish so you can have pasta before your steak. Steak is 100%. It's not an Italian dish, but there is an Italian way to make it. What did you look up that that proved you wrong? It didn't prove me wrong. What did you just look up that showed you (laughs) that you thought you were going to be right, but you're not? It was just a hunch. I Googled what country has the most cows. Turns out it's India. Steak's not Indian. Yeah, I feel feel like Italy. My point is you can't use Italian and then use steak to support it. By the way, I used. Eight different ends. Exactly. Steak. The fact that and dessert. You want to talk Italian? Is cheesecake now American? I'm not a big cheesecake guy. So oh, I, I really love care. cheese. Cannoli. I mean, Cannoli's give me great. Italian. No, no, I'm not, I'm not Wait, disagreeing. The fact that you don't even have Italian on your list is nuts. The reason I don't have it on my list is because, like, I can't eat pizza and be full. Like, your dumbest take of all not time. Not that. Not that. No, no, no. I can do that. I just have to eat like five slices. Um, uh, I just can't eat Italian often. It makes me like, it's more of a mental thing. I just feel yeah, a certain type of way. Um, my number one is American. Wings, burgers, steak. That's why I got mad. I know. Because I, know. I was going to take steak with American because that's what it is. Uh, Outback Steakhouse, American establishment. <laughs> it's trash. Is it Italian? Oh, you love a good Bloomin' Onion. No, Don't get no, me wrong. Overrated. So Over, overrated. I overrated. <laughs> Actually, the only time I've ever been to a Bloom- to an Outback Steakhouse was in Baltimore, Maryland. With the intern. And do you remember uh, what happened there? We got a blue with, and onion. For free. Why? Because you Outback, weren't there. Outback. Oh, I thought I was. No, it was me and Casey. Oh, Outback used to sponsor the bowl. And then depending on who won, you could get a free blue and onion. Um, American is just the cuisine that I can eat the most all the time. You've got. Your, You're talking about like making your own grilled chicken with no, fucking not. rice. No, for I'm not. I'm talking about wings, burgers, bar food. Bar food is like what I quantify as a mara you order American. pizza as bar food what, what do you what cuisine are you i in? don't usually do that what are, what cuisine would you be a flatbread you get a flatbread for the table italian. you would say we had italian cuisine yeah margarita flatbread i would give that italian okay all right okay it's really burger steak chicken what rings. if you get a what if you get a mexican pizza what what is a mexican pizza it's like it's like nachos on a pizza without the chips never seen or heard of that yeah in my that's life. a thing well i wouldn't get it so you're out of luck. Like you've never heard of like an egg pizza? Like do you like consider that pizza? Italian or breakfast? Pizza, pizza's Italian. I'm giving What you if that. it's an egg pizza? Like eggs, bacon, cheese. It's pizza. But you just said it was breakfast if it's a taco. What's it's not a taco. It's pizza. No, but you said breakfast tacos are breakfast, not Because Mexican. the actual base of it, like the most important part, the pizza, yeah. is Italian. Right. Whereas the most important thing in a breakfast taco is the egg. Hmm. I just love bar food, pub, always have, always will. So give me that. If I was going to eat one cuisine for the rest of my life, it, it's kind of as all your cheesesteaks, cheesesteak wraps. I love wraps. Any sandwich, burgers, a sandwich. So speaking of which, I got a Snapchat memory the other day or two days ago. We, geez, we've been doing this fucking podcast for a long time where we had this argument, is a burger a sandwich? 
I, I probably lost when it comes to the public, like just being assholes. But I was at a golf course and I took a photo of the menu and under sandwiches, it said pub burger. So I got that memory the other day. Yeah. I. It's one of those square rectangles. Like a burger can be a sandwich sometimes in people's POV, but it's definitely not all the time. No, it is. All right. Let's talk. Why is American as my number one like so crazy? It's just like American food's trash. I love it. I love it. I love it. Wait, wait, wait. It. How can you say I, it's trash that I love it? Because it, it's unhealthy? Who gives a fuck? It, it, that's part of it. There's no culture to American food. Um, the yeah, ingredients are, are garbage. Like that, like I said, I love it. <laughs> but we didn't talk about who has the least amount of chemicals in their food. It's what food I, do you I'm like to eat the most? I'm surprised that you didn't go Asian. So uh, I you're an Asian fan. I'm a sushi person. Yeah, yeah. Chinese, I it has to be like a I have to really be in the mood. I probably eat Chinese like I would guess over under four and a half times a year would be the line. Sushi is like a once every couple of weeks type thing. So I can't encompass all of Asian food. Um, but that list was pretty easy for me. American, Mexican, Greek. Are there any other cuisines outside of Asian I food? hate Indian food. Yeah. Absolutely I'm not hate Indian food. Uh what else is out there? Ramen is that? I mean, that's that's kind of Asian. Asian. Right? It's Thai. I like pad Thai. Australian. That's about it. I, I, I South I, American. Cuban. Cuban food's fucking Cuban fantastic. Cuban food is good. Oh. Has a little Mexican in it. I love food. Yeah, that, me too. That, I'm um, starving. Yeah, and feed so. us at this fucking conference. Uh, all right, let's get Eagleson. We'll talk some Canadian food. Well, that's that's my point. Like today, the food at the conference was very American. They had like fried chicken. They had burgers. They had bao buns. Yeah, they had bao buns and calzones. But like that type of food just makes you feel like shit. And a lot of it is because it's American. I didn't go on the after effects. My list is predicated on taste and what I enjoy to eat the most. Uh, that's cap. You literally said, I can't eat Italian every day. And that's why it didn't make your list. So you just, you just, just got lied. caught in the yeah. pickle. Yeah. Uh, Eagleson, teach us about can, what what's Canadian food? Just poutine, Timbits. Uh, we have poutine. We have beaver tails. We have stop right there. Yeah, wait a stop second. right there. Wait what? a minute. What? What was that? Beaver what? tail. Beaver tails. Okay. Elaborate. Look up a beaver tail. You guys would love it. I'm sure. I love right. most food. Yeah. Oh, it's it is, is it a dessert? It's fire. You know we we. We get out, yeah, it's a dessert. We get out on the canal. Canadian dessert that are traditionally served coated in cinnamon and sugar. It's a donut. You put like other stuff on it too. It's a donut. Mm -hmm. So it's nothing to do with a beaver. It's the. It's, it's just in the shape of a beaver uh, it's tail. It's a donut. It's like a flat, this, a flat shape. donut. It's a different shape. It's donut. like yeah, fl essentially. But you get like some cinnamon on there. It gets like some chocolate sauce. There's other great stuff you can okay. put on it too. Continue. It's actually really so good. So we've got Timbits, poutine, beaver tail. What else? Hmm, what else do we have? Can I ask you an unbiased question real quick since as a third party? Sure, sure. That whole steak yep. is Italian thing was bullshit, right? He wasn't paying I, I, attention. He's an Italian. I, I'm an Italian. Like, I can't say I've ever really heard of it, so I, like, want to side with you, but Jack was sounding very convincing. Just because he writes your paychecks doesn't mean you have to fucking agree with him. <laughs> no, seriously. Like, I, I, I could see that. I can't. Like, whenever I go to my grandparents' house, we never have steak. Like, that's not a dish that ever comes out. But what Jack was saying was making sense to me. What? That you can order steak in Italy? No shit. You can order Yeah, I, I've never been Italy to Italy. He has, he has been to Italy, so... I'm facts. If I, I, if I, if I can order if I can find you a restaurant where you can order guacamole in Italy, 
Are you going to qualify that yeah. as Italian? No, but that's a Mexican dish. <laughs> and steak is an American there dish. There are Italian True. steakhouses. Literally, Italian steakhouses. Like what? <laughs> That's like saying, oh, a Mexican restaurant isn't a Mexican cuisine. What? It's an Italian steakhouse. You Steak can make it in Italian. Italian style. Just things you can do to it. Sure. Sorry, Abe. No, I mean, I'm, I was... Jack, <laughs> you told me I was right. You literally said I would never think that or have heard of that. You're just being a little bit but, nice and hey, coy as the, as the, have, have you been in Italy? Paychecks, therefore qualifying you as cuck of the week. Have you been to Italy? No. <laughs> it's cold. Jack's the only one here that's been to Italy. I'll, I'll take his word for it. <laughs> have, you been, have you been to India, Jack? Uh, no. <laughs> so is curry not Indian? All right, you, can't, you can't answer that? That was the dumbest <laughs> shit I've ever heard. Eagleson. Just do this forever. Eagleson, okay. what's going on? Yeah. Uh, I feel like you're down 3-0 in the series. Like I'm giving you a minute, and that's it. That's fair. Okay, the year 1942, Stanley Cup final, the Toronto Maple Leafs come back from down 3-0. 1975, the New York Islanders come back from down 3-0. 2010, Abe, I'm not sure if you remember this, the Philadelphia Flyers came back from down 3-0. And most you remember what happened in that Game 7? They were down 3-0 in Game 7. I remember where I was for Yes, that's right. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, continue. Keep going here. The Kings, the most the most recent one, 2014. Against the Sharks, they came back from down 3-0. They went on to win the Stanley Cup. This could happen, guys. We've already gotten one of the monkeys off our backs here. Which is we what? just need to win. One getting out of the first round. We need to win one game, and then all the pressure, all the pressure switches to Florida to close it out. The pressure to close it out. If we could just win this game tonight we could just win this game tonight people obviously this will drop after the game's over so i could be sounding like a complete idiot and i will be in hell but i I, i'm in i'm in on it now the guys where i was just looking at all the pictures on twitter of all the guys rolling into the arena i don't know they they fucking look good and i think (laughs) i think this could happen sixers twitter was up in arms yesterday about james harden's fit because he He's went he went off when he had a ridiculous fit and then yeah. he had normal fits for two games. Everyone's like, oh, we're fucked, we're fucked. So that's a real thing. What I will push back on is the pressure doesn't go to Florida if you guys win tonight. The pressure goes to Florida if you guys win two games. That's when the pressure goes back. Okay. Like, like yes, I could see that, but it's still even in a little way. I feel like we win this game, it plants that seed of doubt in their minds. I actually... Think that if you guys get swept tonight, you have no basis to stand that you got the monkey off your back and got out of the first round. I think you have to win yeah, a second round game at some point. Um, can I can I say something? I think yeah. Uh, Please, you didn't even make a point as to why it could happen. Besides, like it happened. It has happened before. <laughs> yeah, that's like there's no correlation. There's nothing. You were just like here. I'm gonna read the four times it happened. Like I thought maybe you were gonna be like in. In 1933, in 1953, so in 1973. So I was looking at it. I was doing the math from 42 to 75. Like, okay, is it every yeah, 33 years, years or something? Or and there is just no, nothing. there's nothing. nothing in your data that is trending towards the Leafs direction. It's just, this has happened, so it might happen again. And that is exactly where we are, plus vibes. Plus the vibes. vibes. The vibes are done. 
the worst vibes I've the ever vibes, seen. The vibes, the vibe. No, no, no. The vibes were bad after we lost Game Three. We got a two-day break. All the Leafs fans have all gotten into it on Twitter everywhere. Everyone believes now, and that's all we really wrong? can do. Down three zero. Yeah, I did. There's, that's, that's, that's all we can do. We're down three nothing. They've they have outplayed them all these games. Why so it doesn't make any fucking sense? But well, I'll give they you can a just fun actually stat. win it. I learned a fun stat today sure. at the sports betting conference. It takes the 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 quants, the nerds, the people Abe hates, the people I love, did a study that said to get the true result of a hockey series, how many games would they have to play? That would eliminate essentially variance to where the best team would win the, let's say that the best team wins 60% of the time. I got you. How many games would they have to play? 51 times. NBA was something like like 12 to 14. 51 times. So that's not oh that's not surprising though. That's actually crazy. NBA playoffs and NBA yeah, is yeah. so superstar it's much driven, more control. whereas NHL is which goalie is the hottest right now. Right, and it's a puck bouncing on fucking ice. So another yeah. point. This doesn't help you, by the way. If you thought I was trying to help you, <laughs> you're trying to argue. It's, right? it's all vibes. Nothing <laughs> else can help. Dude, that's that's say, totally okay yeah. reason. I'm, no, I'm telling you. But you don't have the vibes. Yeah, you got no vibes. You got no vibes. We have. You the vibe no- started yesterday when everyone's everyone started coming around and just believing. Just believing. That's all we can fucking do right now, and people were in. They were pulling all these dumb stats. I know it seems stupid that there's only been four teams in the history to come back from down 3-0, but all we can do is believe right now. All we can do is believe, and I fucking do. Why can't we be that team? We can. No one thought we would get out of the first round, and we did. Why can't we come well, back from 3-0? We fucking can. I we have some is- of the best players in the world. Why not? Yeah, no. Why not us is a good is a yeah. good strategy yeah. to have. Uh, if you I think that's American, the exact uh, difference between America and Canada, right there. Yeah. Like, Canadians are known to be like ob- like objectively nicer people than yeah. Americans, and Americans are known for being assholes. Like you're you're riding. You're like okay, whatever. I have hope. This that. Whereas had the Sixers gone down three one, I would have wanted the team to blow the fuck up. Well, fuck. they they want that too. But, like, even if they lose tonight, it's like, you know, you still have the core. No, he's so break that's, the core. Th- that's, that's the other thing. People have been talking about what needs to happen if they do lose. And I think the GM needs to stay. Kyle Dubas has done an amazing job with this team. He's, he's like, all the time. De- Fuck do you know about he Kyle was, Dubas? He was trying to fight the fans in Tampa. <laughs> oh, that's vibe. Yeah, in, in Tampa. He was chirping the fans in Tampa. That was hilarious. Anyways, I think he should stay. The coach needs to get fired. Like, no fucking question. People say they need to trade one of the core guys. Like may- maybe I'm just a fucking delusional idiot. I wouldn't fire the coach, get a new voice in there, maybe an asshole. Bring in like a fucking asshole. And maybe he could he could do something to them. And Yo, he's on his hands I-, I wouldn't and do it. People begging right now with no hope Dude, in the He world. just said vibes are high. It's happened before. It can happen again, and he's already making his off-season decisions. Yeah, you're. You are. Well, you guys. You guys asked me about it. There's been conversations. You got. You guys yeah, brought it you, up. You have I would. Well I would enough. not trade any of the core guys. You haven't learned well enough. When we ask you something like that, there's always a hidden agenda, Andrew. Uh, you say, "Why would I look to the off-season when someone has come back from 3-0 before?" But hey, you're right. You're I right. am I, genuinely pulling for you tonight and i would game five be saturday or friday i believe it would 
Okay, so I'm genuinely think, hoping uh, that when we I don't record, know I don't know if we get another two days. Yeah. I'm hoping that when we sit down on Sunday and record, the Toronto Maple Leafs are still in the playoffs. Because if they are at that point, like that's when we know that you'll start talking about the cup, even though they're losing in the series. Oh, three two, even though, you went two in a row. Yeah. You went two in a row, yeah. you might as well hoist the cup. Yeah. That's why I have the Knicks win. Tonight. I mean, I was ready to host it after winning the first round, so I might be ready to host <laughs> it. I would it after certainly tomorrow, be doing so it at that point. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Um, can we talk about, I'm not sure how much you guys really care about this, but I had people DMing me the draft lottery, Chicago won it. They're getting this like generational talent yeah. and Connor Bedard. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Next, next episode. Cause I actually got to go to the garden. And, uh, like I said, you're down three. Yeah, you we'll only... definitely talk about it next episode for sure. <laughs> yeah. No, Mark it say, down, that's not man. fucking happening. Leading topic. What's on your mind? Oh, the NHL draft lottery. All right, fam. <laughs> Have a great weekend. Uh, like we predicted, <laughs> Last for Monday's podcast, we said by Sunday night record, what will be remaining? Knicks and Leafs both face elimination tonight. The Sixers could face elimination on Sunday, uh, which Abe has said he will come live to the studio. No, I didn't. I you said in your by co- the way, you no have matter to. what your you schedule have to. is, we're doing you a lot. You have to with who you. On Sunday. You actually have to pay me. Okay. I'm serious. What's the price? I have to. What's the price off the top of your head to do a, a watch along? 500. That's it? Fuck. <laughs> you never see Eagleson. I'll, I'll, I'll split it with you, Jack. He needs to be there. Eagleson. Oh, then the price goes up. Eagleson, you just learned a valuable lesson. You're never the first one to throw never out a number in negotiation. So yeah. I just backed yeah, myself yeah. into a corner there. Um, You want to do a streaming of this. Yeah. Please just fucking win tomorrow, Sixers. <laughs> I no, it's Mother's Day. No, no. Please win tomorrow, please. All right, fam. Have a great weekend. Much love. Peace. <laughs>